Thank you for tuning into the Hope When There Was None podcast. And here we share stories to educate you, to empower you and inspire. So thank you for listening and tuning in. Please do me a favor and share if you have a favorite episode, or maybe you think somebody else that needs a dose of positivity and to maybe break open some of the darkness, let there be light. So thank you again for all of your support and encouragement. I hope you enjoy this episode. I am live. This is Melinda from Hope When There Was None. Good morning on this Soulful Sunday. I didn't forget, it is Soulful Sunday and we are coming on to talk about things that are related to your healing journey, self-care, that empowerment. And, um, you know, it's so very vital and important. And I nagged on this before that self-care is really needed when you start your healing journey. And so if you are new to me, I am Melinda Kunst. And this is my page, my podcast, my journey, where I share and bring to you empowerment and and also just a little sprinkling of inspiration. Well, a lot of sprinkling, especially for the month of October of inspiration from those victims and survivors that want to bring forth their story, their healing journey, their, um, you know, just the dirty stuff, the, the gut wrenching and heartbreaking. So that's what we have coming in this October. This month right now, I've already shared two stories. And a little bit later on today, I am going to be interviewing who is now one of my good friends, Brianne Coleman, as she shares her and sprinkles in some wisdom as well for you. So let's dive into today. There's no notes, so you won't hear any shuffling of pages. You won't hear me tapping away, looking for my favorite infographs. This is just coming from a place of love and in my heart. So when I started sharing my story, if you are new to me, the hope when there was none group, um, just know that I didn't want to do this. This wasn't exactly something I had um, envisioned myself doing. I was, I wanted to kind of hide it away, but I still wanted to vent. I still felt that I needed to share with somebody my story, uh, just the things that were going on, the roller coaster of emotions. Hey, I needed prayers. I'm going to court. I'm filing protective order. Uh, he's stalking me. Hi, Miss Joe. I hope you're doing well. I miss chatting with you. Hope to do that again soon. But these are things that I needed to do just to vent like you normally do on social media. It kind of took a life of its own. When I started to survivors that had sons or daughters, in a excuse me in a trauma situation in that domestic violence situation and i mean you had i had just a wide range and then it started to sprinkle outward from the states to worldwide and it's just picked up that momentum i for a long time didn't want to do this early on especially i would argue with the lord i'd say god i don't want anyone to know my dirty business i didn't mind sharing it privately in a lot of my posts i did just do it with my friends I didn't put it all out there, but it was a prompting and more and more he'd have these divine appointments and I'd be in the store chatting with somebody, my poor family, they'd be like, you know, mom, we're going to wait for you in the car, honey. I'm going to, I'm going to see you over there. I'm going to go for coffee. <laughs> and so a lot of it was those divine appointments and it happened so frequently and so regularly. It's like, okay, Lord, I get the picture, but I'm only going to do this if I can make sure I help one person. If there's one person out there that I can help by sharing my story. Okay, Lord, you got me. I'll do this. But it's still, I went into this kicking and screaming. It wasn't something that I was looking forward to doing. I would have 
in the very beginning, by the way, I did join the Life Beamers community. That is a free community that is ran by April Portuis, and she has this um, charisma and this beauty that shines on through. She shares her secrets and again, this is free on how to bring yourself to that point where you're ready to share your story, whether it be in a blog post, but she tries to kind of nudge you along where you will eventually do this live on, on your own, okay, in your own community, on your own page, and not just for those that are doing trauma stories. It's somebody that has chronic illness, somebody that is a business, the boss babe or you know but there's people that want to bring their stories their business is something more they want to add value to a life of their friends or family and customers so i joined the link i'll put a link a little bit later i'm glad you're doing better miss joe yay <laughs> um so I joined this Light Beamer community probably about a year or two after I started sharing. And I noticed I just started growing by leaps and bounds, really and truly. I felt more comfortable in front of the camera. Um, it opened up and created just an entirely different world for me and uh, where I was able to share even more. That was very important to me. I didn't realize how healing it was. I didn't always use a lot of paperwork and, and things. I just spoke from the heart. And it was very healing. So I encourage you, if you are in that place, maybe you don't go big like this. And for me, this is big. Um, also, I went and did the magazine last year. It was a local magazine that I um, I was asked to do. I was um, nominated. Someone recommended, referred me. And uh, it was very touching. And it's something I'll always remember. But to get out to my local area, Northwest Indiana, to be able to share in such a big way to other women, that was very humbling and very empowering for me. And it also led to more healing. Even though I've been out since 2009, here we are in 2021, there's still a lot of healing that goes on within me. You can see this in my posts. You can see this in various videos, especially the ones I've done and just over the past two weeks, there's still healing that goes on. This is something, things that I struggle with, things that I am still working on. So it's not only believe your abuser, and that's my mistake in thinking when I left out that door that, okay, I'm done, okay? Never going to be phased by it again, and it's not quite true. There's a lot of things when you jump out of an emotional or abusive, or if you're maybe you're going through some other challenge, an abortion, uh, miscarriage, divorce, or so on, there's more to it. There is a lot of pain, emotional pain, physical pain that goes with that, and you might not see this manifested right away. It could come out within a couple days, months, so on and so on. So I wasn't really prepared for that. But by starting to share my story, by leaning with on others and vice versa, I was able to tap into this uh, place of contentment, place of besides fear, because there were some memories I wanted to keep down. I didn't want them to surface. I didn't want to share those. But God has a funny way of, of just, I would have things planned out for videos. I mean, there were times I had I literally in a calendar, I started to, okay, I'm going to talk about this, this, and this on these days. And I would get in front of the camera, hit that go button. It's like, what do you mean? And it's not like an audible thing. It's just something in my heart saying, I've ever had a discussion with God at the Lord. It's a very weird thing. For me, it's not an audible voice, even though I have heard him. Don't send out the straitjacket yet. I have heard him. 
on several occasions. And sometimes God speaks through other people too. So, but in those moments, it's a very weird and awkward feeling. It's like, well, I plan on talking about this. I don't want anyone to know about this. I've never wanted anyone to know about this. And an example would be this week. Um, that I have an ST and um, I didn't want people to know those things. My, my internet's really goofy. But what I want to share is for you to know it's healing. I encourage you to do this with somebody that you trust, that it is somebody that you know isn't, again, if you don't go big, that's fine, that it's somebody that is going to have your back. If you maybe have a falling out, they're not going to tell the neighbors. They're not going to tell everyone on the internet. They're not going to blab around. So you want to make sure you tell this to somebody that you trust. In addition to that, you want to be prepared for the feelings afterwards. After you get that off your chest, sometimes it's like a weight is off your shoulders. And then there'll be other times where afterwards you feel like you were slammed by a truck. So I want to encourage you just to share, journal if you don't feel like telling it face to face, but getting that story out can help you by leaps and bounds. Again, there's things that you might not want to, or you feel that you're not ready for. And that is a challenge too all by itself, but please do part of Soulful Sundays is for self-care and this is self-care for you. Awesome. I just opened up Joe. Let's say Miss Joe, my beautiful friend here, Miss Joe. I just opened Word and will start writing my story. I am so proud of you. Good. Yes. And you see, the other thing is no one needs to know that Joe, you don't have to share it with anybody. Oh, you're also making a mandala. Ooh, that's very healing too. I love doing that. I really do. And you don't have to show that with anybody, Joe, or anybody out there listening. This is things you can keep quiet. You can save your story. Maybe you have kids or a parents. You want them to hold on to this. Perhaps you decide later on you want to write this as a book. This is very good. And this is another reason why I encourage you to keep that paper trail for the crazy that might be going on in your life. If you're on that emotional roller coaster with a divorce or someone that is an abuser, writing down the situations, the scenarios that you run into, your feelings, what happened and transpired between the kids is something Miss Jones says, I plan to share because like you, if it helps even one person, you got it, girl. Yes, that's what it's about. Yes. And, um, but just writing all that down, keeping that paper trail, it's going to help you not only remember, and you can, like Joe, you can put all that stuff on paper, but you don't, and I know you're, you're very far along on your journey, like Joe and myself. We can go ahead and relive and not relive those. We could talk about those things that happened that happened to us. Sometimes we even laugh together about different things because it's just so crazy. How can a person do this to another? But when you're in that baby stage, you're a victim just getting out. You are maybe a couple years, three or four years out. You might not find the humor in it. But as you go along, there are instances where you, where you will remember different things and you'll be like, that is just so crazy that you have to laugh. Miss Joe, and I'm going to share this part because that's important for others to know because there is a generational cycle here that goes through. She has three generations of abuse in her family and she prays the cycle. And, and Joe, that can start with you. And that has, that started with you, girl, that has. 
And like my mother too, my mom left and she doesn't share too much about her story, but um, what I've heard over the past few years, it's very heartbreaking and just, it hurts my heart, makes me sad. And uh, hopefully I'd like to say I learned my lesson. I hope this never happens to me again. I hope I never get in that situation, whether it's an intimate partner or not that I'm stepping out on Mr. Awesome. Okay. But things happen, honestly. And it's, just being real talk here, or I need somebody that's a friend, you know, my soulmate friend, and we get to talking and then the person's a narcissist. It can happen. There are plenty of men and women out there that have broken that chain, but yet they fall back into it many, many years, decades, even later. And it happens, but I hope I know enough of the red flags and I hope so. Let's just say that. I hope so. But it's very important to start sharing. Please do. I encourage you to do that. Um, find a friend, get paper, get pen. You can record it. Again, nobody needs to know. It's for you to decide when you want to share it with somebody. Talk with a counselor or a therapist. Just getting that story out is so very healing. I'm going to let you go because I am being interviewed. I've been loving this hula journey. And if you don't have, talk about self-care, something that you're loving and that you're digging, please find something, whether it's a hobby, exercise, or something of that nature. I encourage you to do that. And it kind of tickles me. I must talk about it a lot now because I have people asking me, so how is your hula hooping? <laughs> so I have an interview. Miss Deborah Cohen is going to be interviewing me in a little bit and talk about my hula journey. And also that's helped me so much also in feeling more confident in my body image because I still struggle with that. I still have, I don't have my ex's voice in my head, but there are times where I do have that love-hate body image with myself. So, you know, wearing a little bit more with hula hooping, your hoop likes skin, okay? It, it likes bare skin. So for me to wear something maybe a little more form-fitting, leggings, or, you know, there's times I have taken off my shirt and just wear my exercise bra. That's what I love. I love exercise bras. Um, and I'll wear that in the house. And I don't even, I'm one of those girls that'll turn off the lights when I have intimacy with my partner. Okay. It's just because it's me. I, I, I'm sure I'm not alone with this, but I've been feeling a lot more confident. I've picked up like six leggings yesterday and I haven't, I think I've shared with you, I really haven't worn leggings since leaving my ex I did once or twice, but um, I felt very confident that, Hey, I'm going to wear some fun leggings. I've got some with, with animals on them and just to be fun and silly. So anyway, I'm going to let you go. Miss Joe said, let's see. Okay. Miss Joe, she left her first husband in 1996, left his second abuser in 2000, she thinks. Now, the thing is, as a child, I didn't re realize the things my dad said to my mom. Her mom, I love Joe's accent. And to me, I, I'm sure that I have an accent to her. She's from Australia. I can listen to her all day. I really can. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> I just, <laughs> let me get back to this. Because it is important. I didn't realize the thing that my dad said to my mom were abusive because he would laugh like it was a joke. Oh my gosh. Yes. You are so right, Joe, that, that you play it off. And yeah, that can be very mean. And exactly. That is something so common that happens. Yes, definitely. Thanks Joe for sharing that. That's very important. Thank you. So yeah, you might not realize that those are, are abusive if somebody's laughing you're the butt of the joke 
you know, maybe your children looking in just see that dad's joking or, you know, even though he's really being cruel and making fun of mom or, you know, or mom's making fun of dad or brother and sister, that's mean. And um, yeah, it could be, yeah, that's just mean and that's wrong. All right, Miss Joe and anybody else watching, I'm going to let you go for this Soulful Sunday. I hope I gave you some things to think about. And if you want to dive into anything more than that, by all means, message me. I am coaching if you are interested in maybe some self-care or so on. I've got some time blocks open. Message me privately. There's some freebie stuff going on. I've got free coaching calls and so on. Just take advantage of it. Um, I'm happy to talk with you. And even if you aren't looking for a coach and you just need to talk, I got time for you. I'll make time. Oh, Miss Joe, I do got to talk to you because I might take the month of November off. I haven't done that before. So I might give you the reins for the group and even the page, but we will talk about that later. So before I ramble, hope you have a great rest of your day. Joe, thank you for sharing that. That was very, very brave of you to share that because I know you haven't shared too much. That was very brave. I appreciate it. I love you, girl. And for everybody that's watching, I love you too. Please stay safe. And I'll see you back here at 1.15 with the beautiful Miss Brianne Coleman. Please tune in for her very powerful story. I am so blessed to have met this lady. So, um, and just to know her, meet for coffee and so on. And that's another thing. If you are in the Northwest Indiana, maybe the Southwest Burbs of our Southeast Burbs of Illinois, and you need to talk, you need to just get, get it out, meet somebody in physical life and real life, by all means. I left my phone number on here yesterday. The alarm is set. <laughs> Good. Um, I left my phone numbers on the previous recording yesterday. If you need to talk, by all means, send me a text message on my cell phone. Send me a call my house phone. That's there too. I'm open. You know, if I don't answer, I'll call you back. That's all. So much love to you. I will see you guys soon. Bye.